Hello, subtextual listeners. What you're about to hear is a preview from our latest fan service bonus episode, available exclusively on Patreon. Every month, our patrons get to vote on what topic we cover in that month's bonus episode, and this time they selected true crime. So that being said, of course, being true crime, we might mention a few gory details. Nothing too crazy, but definitely worth mentioning here. If you'd like to hear the rest of this episode and have access to dozens more, head over to patreon.com slash subtextualpod. Happy listening! I have a white collar crime for you. Do you want to hear about it? Yeah. Have you heard about the the shark incident in Australia? No. Okay. I just recently learned about this and I have like a morbid fascination with sharks. So this story in particular really was like scratched my itch and I like went on a huge rabbit hole. But okay, apparently in like the 1930s in Australia, a father and his son were fishing, just like having a cute little Saturday afternoon. And because it's Australia, they ended up catching a 14-foot tiger shark. Yeah, normal because Australia, Australia, you know, Australia. I just know the waking in Australia. <laughs> and so they take this beautiful shark and they sell it to a local aquarium uh, because times were hard. It was like the Great Depression in Australia because they had their own Great what Depression. What time was this? The 1930s. Okay. Yeah. I'm learning. Okay. <laughs> and like... Everyone loved it. They would feed the shark twice a Everyone day. Everyone loved it. And they were like, oh, my God. Like, people are coming to the aquarium. This is great. A couple of days after they got the shark into the aquarium, it, like, coughed up an arm, like a human arm. And so they, like, fished the arm out. And they're like, what the fuck? It, like, wasn't very well digested yet. Like, they they insinuate that, like, uh, the shark was so stressed from getting put in this aquarium that, like, his digestion, like, kind of stopped. Anyway, they get this arm. It has, like, a tattoo of two boxers on it, like, two people fighting. And so from that, they, like, identify that this guy who was, like, in all this, like, money laundering, insurance fraud bullshit must have gotten killed and chopped up and thrown into the water. And so the shark ate the arm and the arm got coughed up at the aquarium. They, yeah. It's crazy. I thought it wasn't going to come back to white collar because I was I like, know. <laughs> I was like, bear with me. <laughs> the the arm guy was a white collar. <laughs> so the shark is a lawyer. <laughs> the shark is like a mob shark. <laughs> He's like, if it's Oh my God. Like, it's so iconic. I'm like, Australia is like actually the craziest place I've ever heard. Anything that can happen will happen in Australia. <laughs> Plus some. And a shark will be involved. Okay. So what, what are your faves? True crime type shit. I do think it's morbidly interesting whenever there's no, like, gun involved. Because I think guns, like, in horror movies, like, I don't want to see a gun. Boring. Boring. Do, shoot it's it. Too, yeah, exactly. I'm in America. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's scary for people in, like, New Zealand, <laughs> like, seeing a gun. Oh, no, for sure. Like, yeah. they don't have guns there. Yeah. They just have sharks. Yeah. <laughs> the sharks are the law. Oh, what else I think is really interesting is whenever... You get to hear, like, kind of the science behind the investigation. Um, there was one case in particular that was – it's a really great podcast, actually. I'm over here, like, shit-talking. But this one actually did – I think it did justice to the story, to the victims, like, allowed people to speak if they needed to, and it wasn't sensationalized. But it focused a lot on, like, how the crime was solved. Um, it's called the Bear Brook podcast. It's about the Bear Brook murders in New Hampshire – Basically, in like 1985, this hunter was in the woods in New Hampshire and found this barrel with the body of a woman and a child in it, like wrapped in plastic. And they were like, what the fuck? And 
because they didn't have like a missing persons report, like they never figured out who these women were until 15 years later, another barrel was found with two more bodies in it. And then by this time, it's like the early 2000s. And um, you kind of hear how like as a, like a family genealogist who had like family tree experience extensively with like a forensic scientist who was learning how to like crime print like hair and stuff got together. They slowly started weaving together first mystery, like who these people were, which they didn't know for the longest time. And then finally the web kind of reaches out to like, okay, well, who was her father? Was her father involved? Um, I'm doing a bad job explaining it. It's so complicated, like the genealogy and the science behind it. Like one of the examples I think about all the time is that like, I think in like 2014, they were able to take like a strand of hair from one of the victims and like from the molecules in the hair strand got like a history of where she lived because the water you drink deposits some sort of mineral in the hair. So as it grows, they can kind of timeline your life backwards where you were living. So they're like, okay, well, the last, you know, year she was in this part of the country. But then before that, she was in Oregon for two weeks. And then so that kind of helped them track where these people were coming from and ultimately helped solve the case. And it's also a case that has a resolution. So love that. Hate not knowing. Mm -hmm. Black Dahlia. Fuck that. I need to know Zodiac. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that hearing when the cops do a good job makes me happier than when mm-hmm. I hear like, oh, they totally disregarded what all these people were saying. Mm-hmm. They took no samples. They just like left. They trample. They assumed the white guy was innocent. Da 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 da. You love to learn. You love science. Women in STEM. Women in STEM. <laughs> and of course, I love Lizzie Borden. I love a, a queer who gets away with it. I love when a woman kills. Mm-hmm. Eileen Wuornos, Lizzie Borden. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. The good for her cinematic universe. It's just so rare that when it happens, it's always justified. Like, it's never not justified. Even if I don't know the answer, I'm like, well, she was probably under a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> I just know that if there was a terrible podcast about my murder, that you would be the number one suspect. I would kill your ass. See, we if, have it on camera. If anyone gets murdered, like if you get murdered and it's not me, I would be pissed and I would murder them for yeah. so many reasons. I'd be like, well, you murdered my best friend, so you have to die. But also mm-hmm. like, that was my gig. Yeah. Stop coming for my gig. How did you snipe my gig so hard? Like that's, <laughs> what the fuck? 